every time you get the ball, you shoot. I can't believe you called me a chucker. No way I'm a chucker. I do not chuck. Never chuck. Never have chuck. Never will chuck. No chuck. <laughs> you chuck. Barry takes a shotgun snap. Back to pass. Here comes pressure. And he's down. Farrell gets him, sacks him all the way back at the eight-yard line. Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. There was a time in this country when sports were revered. But people today, their values are all out of whack. All around the clock, sports all the time. That's the concept of the news. Oh, that's never going to work. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Hey, good afternoon on this Tuesday, June 13th, 2017. We are safe. We are sound here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions Studios at 105.5 The Roar. Happy to be back in action on an overcast, kind of summer-like Tuesday afternoon. A lot to get into, obviously, with what happened last night. You probably watched it just to see what was going on. I certainly did as well. It was entertaining, back and forth, and then Golden State pulled away at the end. Uh, our reaction to that coming up in real time as we go through the next couple of hours. Of course, the big news yesterday, Clemson visiting the White House. Uh, Dabo gets another big commitment as well here in the last 36 hours or so. We'll tell you about that as we go through the program. And, of course, your phone calls, 654-7627, 654-ROAR. If you want to talk with us with Ben Milstead, Roy Philpot. No Quack and Kelly this week. I didn't realize that they were off until I tuned in this morning. I'm like, what's going on? And then I found out that they were off and uh, much deserved respite for uh, our two uh, co-hosts there on Out of Bounds. So I, I hope they're doing well wherever they may be. And I hope they're vacating somewhere. You want to hang out at the house if you get a little summertime vacation. Uh, get out and about and uh, enjoy life. Good to see you. It's really good to see you. Honestly, it's really good to see you. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. good. No, I'm serious. I, I'm dead serious. It is really good to see you. I, I didn't know if you were going to be happy to see me today or not. I, I, I'm not convinced that you are, but I don't care. I am very happy. I, I'm just curious what you do with those inner office memos about, you know, Quack and Kelly being on vacation for a week. And I, I did Kelly's not get in, that memo. Kelly's in San Diego. Is she really? Quack is who the heck knows. Does Quack vacate anywhere? He's at the beach somewhere. Yeah, he's, he's probably at Myrtle Beach. I bet that's where he goes. A fair-skinned, red-headed guy. Yes, of course, he's at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> where else would he be? Right, 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 right. But no, it's, it, honestly, it's good. To, this is a grateful show today. That's where I am right now. This this is going to be a grateful show. I don't like your tone. I, I am grateful for you. I am grateful for the station, for this show. I am grateful for just about everything. So it's, it's just good to see you. It's good to see. I, I hope you had a good weekend. I had a great that, uh, weekend. And that life is good. I, yeah. I, I, I did uh, a little hiking this weekend, which we had some fun. Did you uh, really? Up at Table Rock. Yeah, we made it to the top. I almost did that Sunday. Did you really? Yeah. Was I, that the I day that I was there? I haven't been up to Table Rock in a long time. Wow, it's great. And I just had a... Uh, the snakes. The snakes are what convinced me not to go. Because if I see so many around my house that I know they're everywhere up there... That really was the deciding factor for me, so I did not go. Can I tell you something really weird that has happened to me involving snakes and animals recently? I would love for you to. And for whatever reason, the last couple of shows we've done, they've been of this variety, at least initially. It's like me clearing the air about something silly that's happening. Uh, for whatever reason, it, it seems like in the last 45 days or so, animals are trying to attach themselves to my vehicle when I'm driving. And I've also encountered a lot of weird spiders, snakes, 
and other things that I, I really cannot explain. And when yeah. I say animals, it, it's happened to me twice today where a squirrel does his little tap dance right in front of my car when I'm going at least 40 miles an hour or faster. And a good friend of mine when I was growing up had this happen to him. And so he tried to swerve out of the way and he flipped his car over in the process. Uh So I've never tried to swerve. I will simply slow down. Right. Assuming that nobody's behind me just to not create some kind of traffic incident, which is the last thing I want to do right now. So this morning I had the squirrel do this not once but twice on my way into the gym. Exiting my neighborhood, there were two birds, and this has happened a lot more than I would like to admit recently. There were two birds that are on the side of the road that decide to take off in flight as my car approaches from about 50 to 100 feet out, Uh which means their trajectory goes right across my windshield or hood or the front part of my vehicle in general. And I've hit a bird or two in my lifetime. It hasn't happened recently, but it's been really close. And again, I slow down. And sometimes it feels like it's a dangerous semi-stop that I do to try to avoid the birds from hitting my car. And I, this has happened almost daily, it mm-hmm. feels like, for the better part of the last 45 days. And it's got to the point where I'm kind of looking around. Do I smell different or is something happening with my car and animals are attracted to it? I, I really don't know what it is. I came across a huge Eastern King snake this weekend. I saw the photo. Did of that. you see the picture on Thank Twitter? Thank you so much for posting it. Yet another snake photo for me to ingest. It's there. not a poisonous snake. It's actually a good snake that eats bad snakes. But I came across this snake this weekend, and, and it, it, it slithers around, and it just gave me the willies. It yeah. totally gave me the willies. So I, I'm right there with you on the snakes. But I've had all these weird animal encounters. In the last month and a half, and I, I'm I'm not really sure why. It's Trump's fault. That is, <laughs> you oh, know, it has Lord, to be that. Let's not go down right. that road today. <laughs> yeah, it's when animals attack. It's all tied to global warming. Has this happened to you? Fun. Does this happen to you ever? It, it is that time of year where like everything is extremely active. It's not hot enough to where the animals are smart enough to stay away, but it's warm enough that they want to be. Out. I I don't know. I'm just making that up. Okay, but, but yeah, I am. Uh, I am keenly aware of squirrels in particular, though, not because of my car, but because of my bicycle. Oh, you got the bicycle? I don't care. Uh, Dogs don't scare me. Some humans do scare me, but most do not. Squirrels, however, are a cyclist's worst nightmare because they are so unpredictable, and they're they're really... They're not a very smart animal. They're schizophrenic Like, you made it across the road. Why did you turn around? Right. (laughs) What are you doing? Get across the street... And then stay there. You don't need to give me the Barry Sanders shuck and jive in the backfield. I know. Yeah. Just go. Yeah, he, he, he made somebody miss. I, I don't want to there's, run over you. There's an imaginary defender there. He right. just made somebody miss. That's what all these squirrels are. They're, they're Barry Sanders in disguise. It, it's very, very strange. Very strange. So anyways, that, that's happened to me a lot recently. I, I don't like it. It's happened to me a couple of times a day. And for you birds, just get out of the way. Yeah. Just just go where you're going. Stay high. Stay above like 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> you can go anywhere on earth you want to go. Why do you want to fly at windshield level? <laughs> it's very weird and unsettling when they do that. And it seems like for whatever reason, they do that quite often right now. So I don't want you talking about that today. We want to talk sports and uh, everything that we kind of led the show off with uh, earlier today. And, and the NBA is kind of at a crossroads. And Ben mentioned this to me right before we started with this whole Golden State deal. And maybe we're too quick to jump on board their bandwagon because they did lose a seven-game series actually at home with home court advantage a year ago. 
But it just seems like now, after how easily they got rid of Cleveland in five games, that they're on this pathway that leads to NBA dominance, at least, and I emphasize the words at least, for the rest of this decade. And LeBron James was asked about it last night in his post-game press conference. He is very interesting to listen to. He is very interesting to listen to. If you pay attention to this show, I, I give you all kinds of subtle nonsense all the time about what's actually happening, and I slip it in under my breath. LeBron James is the master at that. Yeah. He is the master of painting pictures of what he wants to say publicly for the average folk that are listening and for the average reporters that are listening. And then almost underneath his breath in the exact same sentence, he gives you something which, in my opinion, reveals truly what he believes. For example, last night, he talked about the season individually and also as a team. And he would do that and respond to reporters after that Game 5 loss in the elimination of the NBA Finals. He responded in that manner almost every single time. If you go back and you listen to his post-game presser, LeBron, how do you kind of look at this season and what you guys were able to accomplish? Well, individually, blah, and the team-wise, this. And then he would say, you know, how would you rate the performance of, of these things and the organization? All this? And he would come back to ind- individually and to this. And clearly what the message he was trying to convey was, I had an incredible run, mm-hmm. and I know it. I need help, and I've asked for help in the past, and they've given me help in the past. And it wasn't enough to overcome this Golden State franchise this year. We need more help. Because the team, as it's currently constructed, is not going to be able to overcome Golden State in any kind of seven-game series as long as the Big Four persists from now until the end of this decade. And now at 32, I'm going to need perhaps a little bit more than what most people think. I don't know. He's coming off the only triple-double average in the history of the NBA Finals, so he's still at his peak. But the question is, how much longer is he going to be there? I thought he delivered a multitude of messages yesterday in his post-game press conference. And I think what we're seeing now is the entire NBA is going to try to construct itself in ways to handle Golden State. And honestly, if that team is healthy with Kevin Durant doing what he did in these playoffs, I don't think that there's a solution. And I think the rest of the NBA knows it. And I think if you listen to LeBron James last night, he knows it. Unless they're able to bring in you know, Paul George... Get rid of Kevin Love, unless they're able to do something that just seems virtually impossible financially and just with all other things considered as well. So I, oh, well, a couple of things on that. First, your your last statement there, I'm not so sure that the rest of the NBA is trying to construct itself to compete with Golden State because with the exception of three teams, I don't think that anybody is capable of putting together enough pieces to to challenge Golden State right now. And I think a lot of those teams know it. I think there are teams that know they are so far away, they couldn't possibly bring in enough talent to, partic- to, to contend right now. And I'll be interested to see what they do. Do they do, – does somebody step up and try to contend now? Or do these guys truly start just building for the future three, four, five years from now? Because, like I say, San Antonio, Cleveland, and Boston, in my opinion, those three have enough of a, of a nucleus that they could add some pieces and contend. 
outside of those three teams, I'm not sure there's anybody else that can, Roy. What does the NBA do in that circumstance? And is that good or bad for basketball? In a sense, I would argue that it's great because it gives you an evil empire to now root against, even though Kevin Durant seems like the salt of the earth mama's boy that's done everything the right way outside of deciding to leave Oklahoma City after playing there for the first eight seasons of his pro career and being criticized for it. It it creates a sense of the Dallas Cowboys in the mid-1990s, the San Francisco 49ers in the early 90s, the Washington Redskins at times, maybe the 1980s, the Denver Broncos in the late 90s, where you've got this one team, everybody's trying to beat it, When that team is on, I think a lot of people want to watch. When they're not, how many people are going to want to tune in to watch Milwaukee and Atlanta on a random December night when there's no super team involved? LeBron was even asked last night about the super team. He's like, no, I haven't had a super team. It's not a super team. I don't even know what you mean by a super team. I have no response to whether that's good or bad for the league. It's good in the sense when Golden State is on, I think people want to see them and root against them for the most part. But there's no other team out there unless you do something spectacular that's going to be able to dethrone these guys, I think. And I don't think we're just striking while the iron is hot here. You know, in the heat of the moment, they just won uh-huh. the championship. They've won two out of three now, and, and so they're all of a sudden unbeatable. No, I, I think they're constructed as young as they are with their scores the way that they have them. I believe they're well coached under Steve Kerr and Mike Brown. Mm-hmm with a home court advantage that they've developed in the sense that they never seem to just lose their hunger. A little bit maybe last year, but they learned a valuable lesson. Draymond Green even said last night, you know, maybe it took me acting a fool with my suspension and the technical foul for us to win another championship. But if it means that's what needed to happen to bring Kevin Durant here, then I'm okay with it. And, and these guys are going to be locked mm. up. They, they want to play with each other, for each other. They're well coached. They're young. They shoot the ball better than any team we've ever seen. It's not a perfect team, but, man, when they're hungry and they're clicking on all cylinders, it's 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 tough to deal with. They average 120, uh, 120 plus points in the in the playoff or in the finals here, and they play good defense. That's a hard team to beat. For LeBron and his comments after the game, though, Make no mistake about it. He is in straight Dabo mode, a.k.a. recruiting mode now. You start these these little rumors about moving out west. That is all to put pressure on the on the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's what he has done for years. Leverage. It, it is to provide leverage. It is part of the reason that he left the first time from Cleveland because the leverage stopped working. They would not respond. And right now, he is looking for leverage, and he is looking for one more piece so that they can contend. And, you know, there's it's going to be a crazy free agency year this year. Um, they land a Paul George or somebody like that. You know, game on. Outside of that, you know, it, it next year kind of feels like more of the same when you sit here right now. I think it does. Yeah. Boston will make some moves, but I don't – regardless of who they bring in this year, they're still a couple of years away, I would guess. The only thing you could hope for is that maybe Clay Thompson goes somewhere else and, and so it breaks apart that original core or that one of those key players, namely Durant or Curry or Green even, one of those guys goes down to injury and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden I think they become semi-vulnerable. But then they also still have Iguodala 
JaVale McGee. And, and guys I've never heard of coming off the bench, they just plug and play. This guy that's a, the rookie from UNLV, I still can't remember his last name. He, I, he was on the court like virtually the entire game five last night. And he's going to be a player. You can tell. he's got right. The kid's got talent. He's got talent. I, he totally does. Uh, we'll talk more NBA coming up later in, in, in today's show. The other big news here locally, of course, Clemson visiting the White House. We wondered how we would feel with Dabo and Donald in the same room. We got to see that yesterday. Some compelling content emerging from the White House as pertains to sports and as pertains to Clemson University. As a fan listening today, did you ever think you would see the day where William Christopher is there with the President of the United States? I want to talk about that coming up. And to help us talk about it, Don Munson joins us in our next segment as he made the trip up to the White House yesterday as well. We'll get a firsthand perspective on the experience in our next segment. 654-7627. One call here in our first frame. That'll be Anthony. Good afternoon, Anthony. Hey, how you doing? Very well. Yeah, you know, I just started seeing the game like most people are. I just thought Cleveland defense was terrible. I thought they, I thought that uh, Golden State got more inside shots than three pointers. I mean, easy layups. I mean, baby layups. I mean, the defense was just terrible. And I just think uh, Golden State was a little more stagnated. They didn't do, you know, how uh, Kyrie was kind of doing like the one on one thing or James. They, they wouldn't do no cutting. I mean, you know, like sending people to, you know, cutting to the goal like uh, Golden State did that all night. And I just felt like their defense was lacking. I, I, I do I do think that sometimes love disappeared. I mean, I don't yeah. know why they call him a big three. I mean, he's like a one of the big three, like a half. I mean, he just don't have he he doesn't he just don't have the the athletic ability to run with him like that. But even with all that, Cleveland had enough to win. If LeBron would have been a little more. Uh, Taking it to the hole and better defense, people forget Cleveland had one of the worst defenses in the league all year. I mean, they beat you with offense. So when you want an offense team want to get a better offensive team, they're going to win. But the defense was terrible to me, but that's all I got to say. Anthony, thank you. And let's – I don't know what you do defensively against that team when it's firing on all cylinders – could you level off dribblers in certain situations, I suppose? To the point of LeBron James, you know, needing to attack the rim more. He had a triple-double. He averaged a triple-double. He scored, what, 39 points last night. The guy was in attack mode. Maybe once or twice in the fourth quarter, he he attempted a fadeaway shot that he couldn't connect with. I, LeBron did everything that he possibly could. Defensively, they were not great, and they could not stay in front of Golden State. Tell me how you would construct a team that can I mean, yeah. just just let, let let's start there, and I would love to begin that conversation. The Kyle Korver experiment was not a good one. It didn't work. Um, you you got to try anything defensively because that team was horrible. Yeah, and, and it was a it was a joint effort in badness on the defensive end. I mean, everybody had. But man, breaks. it's fun to watch. I love watching that basketball. The free flowing shooting threes, and it's not everybody standing around like James Harden, the Houston Rockets. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. I don't. I don't enjoy watching Steph Curry take shots. You know, eight feet behind the arc. But um, I, I, Steph Curry needs to be humbled. I want to talk about that later on too. Okay. But but yeah, I mean it. It is free 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 flowing. Yeah. Basketball. Yes. I do enjoy that. Um, 
Golden State, they I don't I, I didn't feel like they had the wide open shot inside early in the game last night. At the end of the game, though, uh, those backdoor cuts, everything along the baseline, uh, you know, there were all kind of communication breakdowns with Cleveland and guys just being left wide open. Uh, and, and then they they looked really tired, too. I mean, Le- LeBron standing around a little bit there at the end of the game on the defensive end, which is uncharacteristic of, of him defensively. But yet, you know, he just, I, I don't know. It, it To me, it looked like tired legs. Um, and uh, going against a team that was clicking on all cylinders there at the end. More or less coming up later in the show. Up next, Don Munson, voice of the Tigers, made the trip to Washington, D.C. yesterday. We'll get his experience, his take on what it was like as the Tigers celebrate once again their national championship here in 2017. We're back with Munson and a lot more after this. Ride Cat Bus June 15th for National Dump the Pump Day. That's when public transit systems all over America join together and encourage us all to save money. Ride Cat Bus and take advantage of fare-free public transit service. Dump the Pump June 15th with Cat Bus, serving Clemson, Seneca, Central, and Pendleton. For information on Cat Bus and their free GPS app, go to www.catbus.com. Guys, Father's Day is just around the corner, and Harry's.com knows that the little things make a big difference to Dad. We know great dads do all the little things to make our lives easier, and so now we can return the favor with a gift from Harry's.com. This Father's Day, they've got a limited edition Father's Day shave that's sure to be a big hit with that special dad in your life. This Father's Day, Harry's is offering a limited edition shave set just for your dad, It starts at $30 with an option to add engraving and includes a Storm Gray limited edition razor, an engravable razor stand, large foaming shave gel, replacement blades, and a travel blade cover. It's everything dad needs for the closest, most comfortable shave on the market. And get this, you can get $5 off this limited edition Father's Day set with the promo code OOB5, with a code OOB5. Once again, that's harrys.com. Give the dad the gift of a great shave and don't forget that promo code OOB5. With the warm weather, we think of spring cleaning our homes and businesses. Be sure to include your plumbing system inside and out on your list of spring cleaning chores. Your friends at Roto-Rooter, serving the upstate and western North Carolina, are here 24-7 if your plumbing spring cleaning gets the best of you. Check out their website for spring plumbing tips so you won't have to contact them. And if you do, it's rotorooter.com or 800-GET-ROTO. Summer has a certain hue, the kind of vibrancy you can feel and almost hear. And Sam Adams Summer Ale, with three new colors with one great taste, captures the colors of summer perfectly. There's the yellow of the rising day, the orange of a heat-ripened afternoon, and the blue of long, cool nights. These are the colors of summer in one perfect summer ale. Sam Adams, Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Savor the flavor responsibly. Did you know that there are dozens of job openings for entry-level software developers in Greenville? Even if you don't have any experience, you can be trained to be ready for one of those jobs in just 12 weeks at the Iron Yard. Visit theironyard.com slash Greenville or call 864-605-3976. The next great basketball player could be in your household. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp is back with a chance for your boy to learn how to be a great player. 
The day camp is for rising 2nd through 4th graders. The overnight and commuting camp is for rising 4th through 12th graders. It's an experience they won't forget. The Brad Brownell Boys Basketball Camp at the beautiful Little John Coliseum is June 18th through 21st. So get registered today online at abcsportscamps.com slash ClemsonMBB. I'm Eddie Bennett. Thank you for helping me and my associates grow our business into its 18th year. Without you, we wouldn't have been able to become the go-to dealer for Link Belt Equipment. We're proud to offer equipment rental, sales, and repair, in many cases right there on your job site. And you've enabled Bennett Equipment to grow into a third location in Seneca, which will open in August. We're online at BennettEquipment.net. Thank you, and remember, if you need to rent it, rent it from Bennett. Phil Pot on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Just an average guy with exceptional hair. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. First hour of the show brought to you by Surgery Center at Pelham. If your joints are worn out after years of weekend warrior activity, Surgery Center at Pelham can help you today. Surgery Center at Pelham. For athletes and active people, online at newkneereplacement.com. That is newkneereplacement.com. Check out our good friends, the Surgery Center at Pelham. Your phone call is coming up later in this hour. Joined now by the voice of the Tigers, Don Munson. He made the trek yesterday to the White House. Can't even fathom what it was like, so I'll just begin right there. Uh, The experience, (laughs) just give it to us in a nutshell. Let's start there. Uh, In a nutshell, it was... Awesome. I mean, that probably is a way overused word, but it was it was spectacular. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun uh, for me. I'm kind of a history buff. Love politics. Uh, love everything that is kind of like presidential and that kind of stuff. And uh, I mean, just being in that building. But the most impressive thing to me, Roy and Ben, was the artwork. I mean, you walk into into those state rooms and you see the pieces of art that are on the walls there, the portraits of all the presidents, you know, to, to go by the iconic JFK portrait, you know, Abraham Lincoln's portraits in there, George Washington's portraits in there, Ronald Reagan's portrait, you know, it's, I mean, it, it was amazing. And then all these other landscapes from around the United States, uh, pictures of presidents, wives. And uh, I mean, it was, it was spectacular. What was was the timeline? I mean, did you guys fly up yesterday and fly back yesterday? Walk us through the events. Let's start in the morning and kind of how it all went down. Well, they served us breakfast uh, over the football operations center between 7 and 8. So you you had that hour to get there. And then the buses pulled out at 8.15. So we pulled out at 8.15, got over to um, Greenville Spartanburg Airport, flew out of there, made our way up to to uh, Dulles. We landed and departed uh, out of Dulles and uh, had buses waiting there for us, got on the buses and headed in and about 10 miles out from Dulles, all of a sudden we were picked up by a police escort, taking us the rest of the way into um, into D.C. So we got to the White House uh, probably, you know, around 12 noonish. And then by the time that you go through you don't go through one checkpoint at the White House. You go through two checkpoints at the White House. So you had to go through two separate uh, security points. And so once everybody got through that, it was about one o'clock. We showed up on the, uh, you know, we showed up. They walk us out on the front lawn of the White House. And so we, and then I was just shocked at the freedom that they gave us. I mean, we could walk around on the on the front lawn of the White House and take pictures out front of the building. And then they had us 
They served us lunch uh, there in the White House up in the state rooms where the green room, you know, and the east, the east room and all that kind of stuff are all up there together, which is actually right below where the residence of the White House is. Uh, so they served us lunch there starting about uh, 1.15, something like that, 1.15, 1.30. Most of us were finished by 2 o'clock. And so all of a sudden now you had 2 to 3 before the uh, actual ceremony began. And they didn't really move us out of that area until like about 2.55 to get us all lined up uh, and ready to go. And so we were at the White House basically from about 12 noon till 4 o'clock yesterday and then made our way over to the Capitol and to the Capitol for about an hour and a half, maybe maybe two hours, and then uh, boarded the buses, got back over to um, Dulles, got on a plane about, uh, I don't know, it must have been about, 7.30, and we were back here in Columbus about 9.30 last night. How about that? That's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, they had it all planned out. I mean, uh, you know, give a lot of credit to Mike Dooley, DJ Gordon, all the, the group on, on this end of things, but then obviously the White House staff and also the Capitol Hill staff had everything, you know, just planned out, and it, it went like clockwork. Don, the ceremony itself, uh, it, admittedly, I don't know that I've ever watched one in entirety uh, on TV, Watched yesterday, though. First, I was struck by how long it was and how many people they allowed to speak. Were you expecting that? And then second, how many people total do you think were there watching what was going on? Because you couldn't really tell on TV how many people were there. Well, we had 225, I was told, in our traveling party. Uh, so there was two and and. Obviously, parts of our party got there in, in different ways. Uh, on the plane itself going up with us, I think we had 175, 180 or something along those lines uh, that, that flew up. And then there was the school plane flew up, and there were other people that, that were uh, flew up or were there in the area. But 225 people were in the traveling party. And then I would say that out front, when the ceremony began, that there were a good, oh, I don't know, it, it, to me it looked like four to 500 people maybe that gathered on the lawn. Uh, of the White House that, that were there between all the, the dignitaries and uh, board of trustees folks were there, and but other folks were also scattered, media members and all that kind of stuff. I, I would guess between 400 and 500 people were, were out front of, of the ceremony itself. So uh, it was it was, it was was a lot of fun. I mean, it was the, the organization of it, like I said, was, was incredible, and uh, everybody there at, at the White House was incredible to us, and again, also over at the Capitol as well. Remember maybe 20 or 25 years ago as a young man growing up, I remember the president and it was, uh, it was George Bush was in the same football game I was at and I got a glimpse of him. And I remember thinking how unique of an opportunity that was just to be in the same, you know, just stratosphere, if you will, of the president of the United States. You were obviously a lot closer. A, did you shake president Trump's hand and B, what was it like just being around him, you know, m- removing political affiliations? I-, I don't know whether you support him or not. I don't really care. But what was it like being around him? Well, one, I, d- I didn't get to shake his hand, but I uh, was standing there in the line when, when he he walked right by us. And the um, Secret, Secret Service was there uh, with him. So by that time when they were when they were moving him from the stage, when the Secret Service wants to move the president, they move the president. <laughs> Uh, you know, make, make no mistake about it. They moved the president. Uh, but, uh, so I did get to pat him on the back and, uh, here we, uh, that, that kind of stuff, was, which was, which was really cool. Wait, so you patted the, the president however, on the back? However, you patted him on the back? However you, yeah. However you feel about the, the president, the current president of the United States, the current president, past presidents, 
future president, whatever, I don't care. He's still the president of the United States. He deserves your respect uh, from, from just that standpoint. Um, so I, I don't care how you feel feel about the, the man. But uh, so he was, I mean, he walked right by and, you know, I stuck out my hand and said, Mr. President, and he kind of looked at me, but then he, he kind of, he, he looked at me, was, but was still moving. So I patted him on the back, gave him a couple of pats on the back. Secret Service guy who was right beside me didn't say a word to me. Just, just didn't say, uh, didn't say anything uh, to me. I actually talked to that Secret Service guy when, when uh, the whole thing broke and everybody kind of went up to the stage, start taking pictures and trying to get, you know, meet with the president. I looked at the, social, <laughs> the Secret Service guy and I said, "You must be hating this." And he said, "No." Nah. He said, "This isn't so bad. We, we know, you know, this is a White House control." He said, "It's more out in public, uh, and it happens." And he said. And he does this all the time. <laughs> it was like, and we're getting used to it. So, uh, but it, it was it was pretty neat from from that standpoint. And I don't know that people realize just how big of a figure Donald Trump is. I mean, he, that's a big guy. I mean, he's he's six three, six four ish would be my guess. You know, somewhere somewhere in that uh, in that set. Maybe not quite six three, but maybe you know, at least six one to six two. Uh, somebody. He's a he's a big fella. Was there ever a moment that you saw Dabo? maybe pinch himself or, or be like, you know, is, is this real? Was that his perspective at any point yesterday? Well, it was funny because I, I spent probably a little bit more time with, with coach when we were, um, when we, as we had lunch and then as we were preparing for the ceremony, uh, I kind of became he and Kathleen's uh, photographer. And so was taking pictures of, of the and the family kind of all around and, and just, you know, doing stuff with them and, uh, got and so he then he got uh, to go into the Oval Office, obviously with uh, with uh, the president uh, right prior to the ceremony, and you could tell that that was that was pretty neat. And then um, when we got over to the Capitol uh, as well, was was taking pictures with with he and he and Kathleen and the boys, and and um, you know you, you could he was he was he was kind of giddy about you know being in the being in the Oval Office with the president and uh, and all that kind of stuff, but you can understand that. I mean, you, you I mean, he's he's you know he's kind of a his his eldest son Will is like he's a U.S. president freak and history nut, and he knows everything about uh, the United States president. And so they actually he got with one of the curators there in the White House, and I think they walked Will you know around mo uh, around a little bit more than most of us got got to go and i think that he really that his son will really thoroughly enjoyed that how much time did did coach and uh and the president have together i would guess maybe somewhere around about 5 to 7 minutes is when they took him into the oval office now here's what was what we didn't know was happening at the white house when we arrived there at noon the president was having a meeting for the first time with his entire cabinet and that was going on right there at the Oval Office. And the Oval Office, as you look at the where the steps where the where the ceremony took place, it's only it's maybe like fifty yards to the left of that. And we could we could see over to the Oval Office and through the windows into the Oval Office. You know, from where we now they they would only let us get so close, obviously, to the Oval Office. They weren't going to let us get close there. But we could walk down a little bit down the driveway and you know take a peek and. That kind of that kind of stuff uh, over there. So that was going on, but uh, I, I guess he probably got you know in the neighborhood of like five to seven minutes uh, with him. President Clements was also, uh, uh, I believe, in there, and um, I'm not so sure that maybe Deshaun didn't get to go into the Oval Office and and uh, you know at least shake the president's hand. Then, and of course, he got called up uh, by the president on stage during the ceremony itself. 
All right, so here's the real question. Talking with Don Munson, visited the White House yesterday, obviously with a football program, an incredible day and uh, an incredible turn of events for Clemson to win the national championship. But here's the real question. Now, you know Dabo better than most. You, you saw him in a political environment yesterday. Is there ever a chance when this little football <laughs> thing is done? I mean, would he ever think about doing, would he run for office somewhere doing something? Is that anywhere in the Dabo wheelhouse? You know, I could, I could see him doing that, to be honest with you. I'll, I'll give you that, that I could, I could see him, him doing that. Um, you know, I, I think that he has, he has that kind of charisma. He has that kind of certainly leadership and, and he has that kind of, that kind of vision, uh, to be able to, to, to do that. Uh, I just get the feeling that when it is over, when his coaching career is over for him, I, I think that he really spend more time with his foundation and, and trying to do, um, you know, work on that end, uh, for the, for the betterment of, of others. But, you know, I, I could see him at some point maybe being, uh, talked into it. I, I guess my my biggest belief is that maybe when when Dabo Sweeney's coaching days are over, that that he will will he'll go into administration. That he'll be an athletic director or or something along uh, those lines. Uh, but but no, I, I could see him easily doing uh, political office. But but that would be what's political office like? You know, twenty years from now, uh, twenty to twenty five years. No, from I don't now. think what, I want to know. Like? I don't want to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, that's that's the that's the key. <laughs> And, you know, to to it all, but you know, maybe maybe he's the guy that that leads uh, that leads everything back to a little bit of uh, a little bit of correctness, or you know, um, or whatever that that you want to that you want to say. But uh, but but I could I could see possibly you know uh, a William Christopher Sweeney, uh, you know, doing it at, at some point in time. Last question for you: the overall experience, just as an announcer, as somebody that's been you know involved with Clemson athletics forever. It's got to rank right up there. Is it? Is it number one on your all-time list? I mean, I, I know you were pinching yourself yesterday. Oh no, uh, I was absolutely pinching myself uh, yesterday. That, that that's actually the third time that I've been to the White House. I've done the tours and, and that kind of stuff uh, prior to that. And then when we were up there for baseball, uh, I reached out to actually Senator Graham's office when we were up there back when we were, when Maryland was still in the league, and um, Senator Graham set up uh, some stuff for us and. And we got to we got to do that as uh, as well. Which, by the way, any constituent can do. Uh, anybody can do. You you can contact. I, I would encourage you if you ever want to go to Washington D.C., contact your representative or your senators, and they will set things up for you that are amazing uh, for you to be able to do around Washington D.C. And they they do it all the time. And you don't have to you don't have to have a name. You just have to tell them that you know where you live and all that kind of. And they'll they'll set some stuff up for you. Uh, it's amazing. One of the the, one of the neatest things to me was walking around and looking at the art uh, in, that was in the building because that was that was just spectacular to me. But I got to meet the limo driver of uh, of the president, who is a Clemson guy. He's a Clemson grad. His name really? Is Matt Wells. Yeah, wow. his name is Matt Wells. And so he he actually was standing out there as we were going through security. He's a member of the Secret Service. And so um, he was, a, as we were going through, and he actually came up to me and introduced himself, said, hey, love listening to you. And so I actually had to, I had an all-in chip in my, in my pocket, a couple. I actually traveled with a couple of them, thinking, okay, um, you never know who you're going to find any gifts. So I gave him one of those. Well, he turned around and he gave me um, a President Limo chip. Uh, and so it's pretty neat. The, on one side is the first original limousine that was ever driven for the president, and then on the back side, is a is a picture of the current limousine uh, that and then he gave me his card and 
he said, hey, if you're ever coming back up here, contact me. And he said, he, he knew about, about my daughter and my wife uh, and all that because he followed me on Facebook. And so he knew, you know, uh, with Michelle, with my daughter Michelle being handy, he said, listen, bring them up here and we'll treat them like queens. He said, well, we'll give them a great tour. And I was like, give me your card. I'm, I'm in for that. Uh, so that that was that was one of the, the neat little kind of side story sidebars from from the trip to the White House. But no, that was going to the White House is a great perk of the job, and um, just kind of humbled that even got an invitation to, to go with the guys and go up there and do it. It was it was an absolute blast, and something will that will definitely is is a highlight uh, for me and my Clemson and my Clemson study. Great stuff. Hey, we appreciate the time and uh, hope you're enjoying your summer. I know uh, you get a little break coming up here, which is nice for everybody. But uh, going to take a little deep breath here good. And, and recharge the batteries good. For, for, uh, for a little bit. So, And look, look, kind of looking forward to doing that. So, yeah. But, but again, you want to go to Washington, D.C., I'm telling you, reach out to your senator, reach out to your, your representatives. They'll, they'll set some stuff up for you that is, is mind-boggling. It's, it's a lot of fun. Now, be prepared to walk. you got to walk a long way. Uh, to, to, and that's not, not like that the Washington Monument is right beside the Capitol and the Capitol, you know, is right beside the Lincoln Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial. You, you got to do a little hoof in it, but it, it's worth it. Good stuff. Don Monson, Voice of the Tigers. Thank you, my friend. Enjoy the summer. Thanks, guys. All right. That's good. That was way to, that's a really good way. First hour of the show to kind of paint the picture on what went down yesterday at the White House. I happen to know that if you hit all four corners there, uh, you know, White House, Capitol, Lincoln, it's a five-mile run if you, oh, there you really go. want to know. Yeah, you've done that. Yeah, you've done that. <laughs> nice nice little uh, nice little lawn they have there. Yeah. We'll step aside. Uh, your reaction to that if you want to talk about it. we got some NBA and some college football on the agenda as well. 654-7627. Can you imagine going to the White House, hanging out with Dabo and Donald Trump, President of the United States? Unbelievable, really. Uh, unbelievable. If we would have had that conversation a year ago, hey, this is what's happening next June 12th. Uh, nobody would believe it, and it went down. And you know, it's a pretty good marketing ploy as well. It's not even a ploy, it's just out there. ESPN covering it, all the coverage by the local media and national media. It was out there yesterday, and it's fantastic coverage for Clemson University. And you really can't put a price tag on any of that. 654-7627, back with more here in our first hour after this. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Loco Mart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. Vapor in a Bottle is now open at 7704 Augusta Road in Piedmont. Vapor in a Bottle carries name brand juices, but you must try their custom house blends. Vapor in a Bottle has weekly specials and ask about their free juice program. New at vaping? No problem. They have beginner kits and tanks from Smock, Wismack, and Segeli. Visit the new premier vape shop in Piedmont at 7704 Augusta Road next to Tony's Pizza or call them at 631-2582. Vapor in a Bottle, 631-2582. Human Technologies Incorporated can save your company time and money. How? They'll create a custom solution for your company's need. 
Organizational? Yes. Manufacturing? Absolutely. Employment? You bet. They can help you find new team members or launch and manage a startup. They'll help train and build your team. Human Technologies Incorporated is ready to hit the ground running for you. Let HTI bring the solutions to your problems. Visit any of our upstate offices in Seneca, Malden, Anderson, and Spartanburg or log on to htijobs.com. If your business relies on dependable transportation from your medium and heavy-duty fleet trucks, then Advanced Maintenance should be your next call. Advanced Maintenance provides superior on-site maintenance that saves you precious time. Their free maintenance management program manages your fleet's usage and keeps track of all your service needs so you don't have to. And they even do box truck and trailer repair. Call the number that comes to you at 422-5787. That's 422-5787. This Father's Day, get Dad something he'll really love with a great gift from Boot Barn. Our huge selection of Western handwork boots and clothing makes it easy to find the perfect gift. Thank Dad with traditional or exotic boots from Cody James that are as classy as he is. Or show him you admire his strength and hard work with tough boots and clothing for the job site. Stop by Boot Barn for top picks for Dad this Father's Day. Boot Barn, Western and Work. Folks, Elkmont and Clemson loves dads. And for Father's Day, Elkmont is having a 20% off sale on men's apparel, accessories, and shoes. Some exclusions apply. All Clemson orange and white Orion coolers are 10% off. And Elkmont also has the area's best selection of stainless steel insulated Clemson cups and customized Tigertown orange and purple Yeti cups. So if you don't already have your Tiger cup, Elkmont should be your next stop. Elkmont features the area's best selection of stand-up paddle boards, kayaks, and fly fishing gear. So let Elkmont outfit you for the lake. Featuring Orvis, Patagonia, Columbia, Aftco, Jackson Kayaks, and BoardWorks products. Finally, come in and check out Elkmont's restaurant, where great food, locally brewed craft beer, and good times await. All that's missing is you. Elkmont is across from Bojangles and Clemson. And remember, folks, if you haven't been to Elkmont, you haven't been to Clemson. King Pallet Company in Liberty is hiring first shift laborers at $82.50 a day. Great pay at $82.50 per day. King Pallet Company, 843-2448. That's 843-2448. Everybody knows the story. You can't sleep on a bed that's too hard. You can't sleep on a bed that's too soft. But you can sleep on a bed that's just right. Engineered sleep might not have been around when Goldilocks was written, but they know that a bed that's just right is made just for you. It's not just a fairy tale. They actually build a mattress based on your sleep habits and patterns so that you can get that Goldilocks kind of sleep. And if after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process and learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there's no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking your mattress up instead of having it delivered. Engineered sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. 
Local Mart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. When you've been in business almost 100 years, you've been doing something right. Since 1917, the key to Harbin Lumber's success has rested on its hardworking employees, people just like you, providing top lumber, building supplies, and contract services. You can be confident in customer service and support you can trust for your project, whether construction or large remodeling jobs. Call 353-5053. Find us on Facebook or online at harbinlumber.com. Hey, this is Joseph from Local Q, inviting you to come try our famous house smoke wings. Tossed in our signature barbecue rub, these wings are sure to leave an impression. Pick between any of our 10 sauces, including a blueberry chipotle barbecue, coconut curry, and inferno for the daring. We also offer great lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Visit us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7, or online at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. Yesterday's games are today's headlines. Get the scoop from the pros. We are WCCP 105.5 The Roar. That's the one thing you think about. You go to the White House to celebrate your national championship season. The political affiliations aside, because we're all over the place with those things these days. That's the last thing I want to talk about today. I assure you of that, regardless of what you think, believe, or who you support. That's great. The freedom to do whatever you want to do. But going to the White House to commemorate, to celebrate your national championship, to hear the president speak about you in a semi-personal way, and I, I think he follows sports and has a, a little bit of an idea of what's going on. If he doesn't, his speechwriter does. Right, because right. He had a, yes. It was like play-by-play play there for a moment right. yesterday of the national championship game. But, I mean, that's surreal in itself to hear yeah. the president of the United States refer to Clemson and to Dabo and Deshaun and Ben Bulware and, you know, how, how instinctive he is or whatever it was he said. It's just crazy. Hey, what do you do after that? Like, you know, what, what comes in as an encore, and this here is the challenge for Dabo. And he's the master of it. So I, I don't, if you're a Clemson fan and you follow anything that's going on, you know that the team will remain motivated. And if there's a hangover effect of any sort, it's not going to be something that derails the team to eight and four or just something drastically awful where they don't show up against, you know, Wake Forest or whoever. <clears throat> but that's the challenge. Like, what? What else do you accomplish right now? But Coach Sweeney, though, in typical Coach Sweeney fashion, managed to subtly refocus his team yesterday by saying, as he did after the national championship, this is not the biggest moment of your life. He says that. (laughs) Stop it. He says that with the President of the United States standing over his right shoulder in front of the White House, he tells a group of young men, this is not the biggest moment of your life. There are bigger, more important things than this that will happen in your life. Now, this is really cool, but this is a bigger, there's going to be bigger moments. And I just, I, I really tuned in to hear how he handled that situation yesterday. And I, uh, Dabo and, and President Clemens both, 
I thought were masterful with their words and how they handled that, promoted the school, promoted their team, yet kept these guys grounded on what was truly going on. And uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny, too. He started it off yesterday by saying, hey, I thought we were going to be here last year. I really did. <laughs> like, Wow. Yes. I mean, wow. to be so matter-of-fact about it, it, it is amazing. Uh, there was an interesting story that's circulating on Twitter that I think is worth sharing here uh, in our first, or in our last, rather, uh, five minutes of this first hour. It, it comes from Cliff Sims, special assistant to the President of the United States and the Director of White House Message Strategy. And his tweets are actually available at CSIMS45. And he posted this following note about Dabo and what happened maybe behind the scenes. I'll just read it to you. It's not very long, but this is what he says. Coach Dabo Sweeney and his Clemson Tigers came to the White House today. They were a classy bunch. After they left the White House, they went to the Capitol. I had a meeting there and ended up running into them outside. A massive line formed in the sweltering heat with everyone waiting to go through security. I was caught in the line but had a pleasant conversation with a handful of coaches and their families while we waited. I was early, so after finally making it through the metal detectors, I waited for a house aide to come escort me to my meeting. The massive Clemson entourage kept slowly piling in, and about 15 minutes later, near the end of the line, Coach Sweeney walked in, still wearing his suit, but now totally drenched in sweat. In spite of being the most senior-slash-important-slash-famous person there, he didn't skip the line. He didn't complain either. He let almost everyone go in front of him. That's leadership. During his speech at the White House, he talked about people focusing on life's big moments while forgetting that really life is what happens between those big moments, the small things, like having built your character to the point you don't even cut corners in the blistering heat outside the U.S. Capitol, even though you've already won the national championship and you don't have anything left to prove. I'll be rooting hard for my Alabama Crimson Tide to retake the crown next year, but after what I saw today, I know Coach Sweeney will have his boys ready, both for the game and what comes after. It's pretty cool right there. Pretty cool stuff. And that, Cliff Sims. That, the, yeah, that is. And it's funny how just little things like that, Debo Sweeney not trying to make a statement by when he goes through the line yesterday, yet somebody takes notice and it impacts somebody. I've always been struck by the I, – I, I fly with the team, a lot of people know, on away games. It's always struck me where he sits. Uh, you fly typically a Delta charter where there is first class. You you know, when you get on, first class is to your left. Uh, everything else is to the right. Coach Sweeney and Kathleen are normally sitting right there on the front row in class so that they can greet everybody as they get on the plane. They don't sit in first class. He puts his seniors in first class. He puts uh, like Woody McCorvey and people that – I'm sure he respects everybody, but he kind of saves that for special people, and he doesn't sit up there. I, I that's always struck me as you know he's not he's not uh, secluding himself from everybody else. He wants to he wants to to be seen and and be able to to talk to people and you know, little things like that are I, very impactful in in just an odd way sometimes. It's what we've talked about for many years. What you see is what you get. It's not an act. He, he lives it breathes it 24-7, and there's never any time off. It's one of the things I've always joked with him about. I, I don't know where the energy comes from, the unlimited supply 
of endless enthusiasm. I mean, that's kind of a redundant statement in itself, but that's what he's about. And it's amazing, really. It, it really is amazing. So if you want to talk about that coming up in our second hour, we can do it. Uh, more on the NBA playoffs. We do have some college football nuggets to get to as well, considering that we are 80 days away from the 2017 Clemson football season as the uh, defending national champions get set to run down the hill against Kent State some 80 days from now. It's 80 days, 23 hours, 2 minutes, and 57 seconds and counting, according to our clock here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions studio. So uh, that'll be here before you know it, and we're going to talk some about uh, what to expect this coming season as well. Justin and Dacus, Phil, uh, Dabo must be on prime drive. No, I mean, it, it's it, it's something. He's tried it. I know, yeah, it's, it's something. I don't think he does it all the time, but yeah, he, he's at least tried it. We do know that. But it's something like that. It's probably... It's natural. Yeah. It is natural. Uh, it's it's a very special quality that uh, not a lot of people have, and, and you know, though, when people have it. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Right. But you know what I'm talking about. We do. We certainly do. 654-7627, the phone number. Phone calls will kickstart our second hour and talk some more college football now that the NBA Finals are finally over with. A lot of times they run almost to, to, to the end of June, June 22nd. So in a way for you haters, good news is now we can really focus on college football for the next 80 days. We'll step aside. Your phone call is coming up. 654-ROAR. Back at 105.5 The Roar after this. Locked up tight. In the Blue Ridge Security Studio, the flagship station for all things sports. WCCP, Clemson Greenville, 105.5 The Roar. Guys, Father's Day is just around the corner, and Harry's.com knows that the little things make a big difference to Dad. And we know great dads do all the little things to make our lives easier, and so now we can return the favor with a gift from Harry's.com. This Father's Day, they've got a limited edition Father's Day shave that's sure to be a big hit with that special dad in your life. This Father's Day, Harry's is offering a limited edition shave set just for your dad. It starts at $30 with an option to add engraving and includes a storm gray limited edition razor, an engravable razor stand, large foaming shave gel, replacement blades, and a travel blade cover. It's everything dad needs for the closest, most comfortable shave on the market. And get this, you can get $5 off this limited edition Father's Day set with the promo code OOB5, with a code OOB5. Once again, that's harrys.com. Give the dad the gift of a great shave, and don't forget that promo code OOB5. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special, get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discount supply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! Bill collectors, are they calling? Making threats? What is the truth? Don't be afraid. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait for them to sue you. Call me. Robert King, I will listen to you, and together we will look for a calm, clear, thoughtful solution to your legal problem. Thompson and King, 300 South Tower Street in Anderson. Call 222-0200. Thompson and King is a debt relief agency helping people file for bankruptcy under the bankruptcy code. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. 
I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. I'm George Jeffries, local GM of Metal Building Supply. As part of Mesco Building Solutions and NCI, we're the Southeast premier supplier of metal building components and pre-engineered building systems. I invite you to come by our showroom at 1500 Elrod Road in Piedmont to talk with us and let us show you how Metal Building Supply can help you with your building project. Whether it's a 30 by 40 for your shop or 100,000 square feet for your business, we have over 40 years of experience to put to work for you. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise.